Welcome to the IBJJF podcast, the official podcast of the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation. Tune in to hear interviews with the top coaches and athletes in the sport, as well as breakdowns and analysis of the biggest events. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to the IBJJF podcast. My guest today is Anna Carolina Vieira. Anna is a five-time world champion. She's also a pan champion and a nogi world champion, and she's going to be competing at the upcoming IBJJF Flow Grappling Female Heavyweight GP. That's going to be taking place on Friday, March 3rd in Austin, Texas. Anna, thanks so much for being here. No, it's a pleasure. I'm very honored to be here, and thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So we got to start out with the GP. This is going to be an absolutely huge event. It's the first time we've ever done a female heavyweight GP. So can you tell me what your initial reaction was when you were first invited to this event? So I was very, very excited. Actually, when I saw the IBJJF was doing the a female GP, I was like, wow, this is huge, you know, because I think women's needed it. You know, we needed this because there's a lot of um, male GPs and I was super excited. When they said it would be a heavyweight, I was like, I maybe, you know, I don't know if they're going to invite me. And when I got the invitation, I was like pumped. I was super excited. I was like, let's go. You know, I'm going to do my best to go there and be my best version, you know, and put up a show. So this is the second female GP that we're going to be doing. Did you happen to catch the first one where Janaina took the title? Yes, the lightweight, right? That Janaina... Yes. Jaina Lebri, Mm -hmm. she did amazing. I watched. I was like, that's amazing. And I was wondering if you guys would have another one, you know, maybe a middle way. And then you post about the the heavy way. And I was like, oh, I I hope they call me. And when I got the invitation, it was really exciting. So we have some amazing opponents for you in this heavyweight GP. We got Nacielli, we've got Melissa Stricker, and then we've got Andressa Sintra. I know you've had matches with Nacielli before. Have you had matches with the other two ladies? Yes, I fought Melissa, I think, once, and Andressa, we never fought. So, yeah, but I'm very excited with the bracket. You know, all of them were champions, high-level athletes, and I'm very I'm looking forward, you know, to challenge myself. I know me and Nacho, we fought many times, but the last time we fought was in 2020. So a lot has changed. You know, I mean, I'm improving. Um, I'm getting better every time. You know, I'm studying a lot, understanding more jujitsu. And I'm very excited if we get to fight again, it's going to be a great match. Yeah, there's so many world titles between the four of you competitors. It's a very, very stacked bracket. So I want to hear a little bit more of your thoughts on just the caliber of the opponents in this bracket and how big of a challenge they're going to present to you. I mean, I've never, I've never been in like a bracket like this, you know, facing just world champion in a row. And definitely it's not going to be easy because they're really high level athletes. But, you know, I'm focusing on myself, on my game, and trying to improve in every single aspect. So my my camp is being very, like, uh, focusing on my game and not thinking too much about my opponents, you know? Like, with all due respect, 
I don't want to focus on what they probably going to be doing. I want to focus on put it on my game, go there and, you know, lead every single match. So I'm very, very excited. And I think you guys going to like the new version in this GP. Can you talk a little bit more about your training camp and your preparation? I know you do a lot of training with your partner, Luana, incredible competitor, IBJJF Hall of Famer, can't get much more high level than that. But is there any other training partners that you're bringing in or any other methods that you're using to get ready for the event? So my students, they helped me a lot, you know, when they saw that I was in the GP, they were like, yes, I can't believe you're going to be, you know, in the female GP. And they were super excited. Uh, every time I'm getting ready for a tournament, you know, or a super fight, they get very happy to help me and they help me with everything, you know, if we want to drill, do a specific trainings. So my training, I'm working not much, a lot of roles, but I'm doing a lot of situationals, you know, like specific situations during the match and a lot of drills trying to improve my game and fix all the details. I like to watch my previous match, you know, like with, with Nachi, for example, I like to study, you know, and see like, oh, what I can do better this time if this situation happens. So I like to study the matches, not just me fighting against them, but also their matches. So I can understand more about what I might be facing, you know, so, I am very excited to to fight any of them. Uh, it will be fun to face Andresa because, I mean, we never fought before, so that would be a great match. And, yeah, I'll be ready for any of them. So I've got to get your take on the growth of female jiu-jitsu. I think jiu-jitsu as a whole has grown so much recently. You've won five world titles, so you've been in the game for a while. You won all those world titles as a black belt. But what, do you, what are your thoughts on the recent – influx that we've seen of high-level female jiu-jitsu athletes. I think we have a lot of female jiu-jitsu stars now. We have Gabrielli, Maisa, Anna Rodriguez. They're, the list goes on and on. So since you started jiu-jitsu, how have you seen the female jiu-jitsu scene grow? Well, it's definitely like growing every, every single year, you know, and this is amazing because the more like female we have in the sport, the more space we will have, you know? And I think a few years ago, we didn't have that many competitors, you know, showing up for tournaments and we didn't have the consistency, you know? Like I feel that a few years ago, the champions, like one year you win and next year you don't win, you know? Now I feel like Anna Rodriguez, she's like in her third or second, Maisa is in her third world title, you know, so you feel that the girls are keep coming every year and they're like winning, winning. Andresa, she just won her third title. So this is a big thing for jiu-jitsu, you know, for the jiu-jitsu, for the female community. And women can get like expired, you know, and they can feel like, you know what, it can be me. And with the GPs going on now, you know, and all the events and super fights. This is amazing because before we didn't have this, you know, we didn't have any super fights happening for, for women, for guys they they always had this opportunity, but for female, we're just getting the opportunity now. And I'm very happy to be like able to participate and be showing my jujitsu for the new generation that is coming. 
And I bet the blue belts, they're coming now and they're like watching us. They're going to get even better opportunities. And for me, this is what it's all about. It's for us to open a space for all this new generation that is coming and lead by good example, good jujitsu, you know. And yeah. That's definitely a great segue into the next question I had for you, because I know you have a lot of students who are blue belts, purple belts, and they're probably looking up to you and want to achieve something similar to what you've achieved. Maybe they want five world titles or they want their own academy. They want to be able to give back to the jiu-jitsu community one day. What type of advice do you give to your students, whether they're male or female, if they want to achieve the kind of success that you've had in your jiu-jitsu career? So I think the first thing you got to do, and we always talk about with them, you know, when it comes to like open up a gym or become a champion, you got to commit yourself. You know, you got to do things right. You got to plan. You know, you got to set your your goals. You got to work hard for this. You know, and we always try to change their mindset because before people used to be like, oh, you can't open up a gym and still be a high level athlete, you know. And for me, this was a huge challenge because when we first opened a school, I, I doubted myself a little bit. You know, I was like, I don't know if I'll be able to compete in high level. All these girls are like training many times a day and I don't feel that I have the energy to do this anymore. You know, like I'm exhausted. It's a lot to run a business, you know, and you got to put your energy to your students you know, and things are going on with the business. So the advice <clears throat> that I have, it's like, you got to commit yourself and open up a gym. Don't, don't be scared. You know, I think more females should do this. More females, champions, they should give this a step and open their own gyms because once you do that, you make other people feel that it's possible. You know, you don't need to be just a full-time athlete. There's much more that you can give back. I mean, when I was just an athlete, I didn't feel the impact that I had in people's life. But when I'm there every day with my students, I feel like how much I impact their lives, you know, being there on the match with them and sharing knowledge, exchanging experience, you know. Mm -hmm. So you can see the transformation that Jiu-Jitsu can have in these people's lives. So. Yeah, I'm very, very happy that I came to United States and I opened up my own gym. And I'm happy with my students. I, I'm happy to be an example for them, you know, as a coach and as an athlete and show them, guys, you can, you see? Like, I was a competitor full-time and I was doing good. Now I'm not a full-time athlete anymore. I have a lot going on in my life, not just focusing on tournaments. I have a lot of other projects. But if you organize yourself, if you, you know, plan and you dedicate yourself every day, you're able to achieve anything. You're able to achieve anything you want, you know. Yeah, let's talk a bit more about Aviv Jiu-Jitsu. I know that's a huge project for you and Luana. You, op you guys opened it in 2018 in Florida. How's it been going so far? And when you first envisioned the academy, did you envision it getting to the point where it's at right now? To be honest, no, I didn't. Even if I, like, when I dream about Aviv, it wouldn't be better than what it is right now, you know? Every day, since now we're open for three years, tomorrow actually will be our anniversary. Congrats, that's awesome. <laughs> it's, 
I, I, I walk, you know, every time I open the door, I look, I was like, wow, this is my gym, you know, like we, we literally, we broke the walls, we put the, <laughs> we paint everything, you know, we, we build that place and it's nice to see the community that we're putting together, you know, in, in our gym, it's nice to see the environment that we're creating for kids, teenagers, females, we have male students as well, but because we're a dominant like female school, we have a lot of females and they feel comfortable. And it's nice to feel like that we're able to to give this, you know? Because I know a lot of jujitsu schools, they're very welcoming, but being a woman in the sport, it, it is hard. It is intimidating, you know? Maybe not for me that much because I had my brother, you know, but I remember the first time when I got to the match, I was like, Jesus, <laughs> all these guys. I remember my cheeks like getting red and my mom was like, you're, you're boring. You're, you're okay. And I was like, no, I think I'm just shy, you know, to be around these guys and like coming on top of me, you're kind of, because you're jitsu, there's a lot of contact, you know, and I didn't have a lot of female a teammate and now when you go to to the gyms and you see a lot of women's on the mat it's nice to see the environment for females you know that we're creating and a safe space for women to be like free to roll and talk you know like talk sometimes some shit like the guys do and don't feel like oh i can't say this you know be themselves and yeah i'm very proud of what we're doing of course, we have big plans um, for the future, but we're, we're learning about the business. You know, it, it is not easy because we open by ourselves and being females and immigrants, it's, it, it is a challenge, but I think we're managing very well. We're handling things and thank God we have a lot of people that are helping us, the students, you know, they're very willing to to help us with our dream, you know, and they work hard with us in the projects that we have. So yeah, I'm just very, very grateful. So you've got the GP coming up Friday, March 3rd. That's just about three weeks away. We're also at the start of a new gi season. We just had the Europeans. Uh -huh. Do you plan on competing in any of the, any of the other major gi championships in 2023? So 2023, this year, I'm just going to be doing the GP worlds and i plan to do nogi worlds i'm very excited so yeah i i wanted to compete in the europeans but with the with the our schedule this year was hard because we had a lot going on but 2024 i'm planning to do the grands the the grand slam you know so i want to go for the europeans to the nationals in brazil i never competed a national in um the Brasileiro as a black belt, you know, so I'm, it will be very excited for me to, to have this title that I don't have. I think it's the, yeah, it's the only one that I don't have in, in the Gi. I have Pan, Europeans and Worlds. I, I never competed a Brasileiro and Worlds and EDCC. So I'm excited. But this year, the GP Worlds and Nogi Worlds at the end of the year. 
So I want to get your take on one competitor in particular who had such an amazing run at the Europeans, Gabriele Pisania. She won another double gold. I believe it was her sixth straight double gold at a major championship. Wow. And her last loss actually came to you in the open class at the 2021 Pans. So I just want to get your take on Gabriele's performances recently, how dominant she's been, and how important you think she's been to the growth of female jiu-jitsu and just jiu-jitsu in general. Uh, Gabriele, she's a great athlete, you know, um, her game on top, on bottom, she's a really good competitor. I remember I used to watch her when I competed my first and only Europeans. I remember being with her, we were sponsored by the same brand, Guy brand. And I remember seeing her as a juvenile competing, you know, and now she's a black belt. She's been winning everything. She's building a very incredible career you know and this is amazing this is amazing because what she's doing i think nobody ever did before right yeah. like a female athlete she's been winning everything double gold so yeah this is amazing but i'm very excited to fight her worlds and this year the absolute is mine <laughs> Well, Anna, we can't wait to watch you at the GP. We're so excited. There's so many amazing competitors in it. Can't wait to watch you at the Worlds, the Nogi Worlds. That'll be incredible as well. Is there anyone else you want to thank or anyone you want to shout out before we wrap this podcast up? So first, I would like to thank all my students from Aviv for all the help, you know, for helping me getting ready for this big challenge and this for this GP. I'm very happy to be preparing myself with you guys. Thank uh, Luana for all the help for being leading my camp. And yeah, I don't, thanks IBJJF. Actually, IBJJF, this is something huge. I appreciate what you guys are doing and I hope to see more female GPs, you know, coming up for, for women. Awesome. Well, thank you, Anna, so much for your time. Like I said, we can't wait to watch you compete. If you guys want to watch Anna compete at the IBJJF Flow Grappling Female Heavyweight GP, it'll be on Friday, March 3rd, only on Flow Grappling. We've also got some amazing super fights, including Tynan Dalpro versus Zach Baez in a 30-minute match. So thank you again, Anna. We really appreciate you. And thanks, thank everyone, you. for watching. Yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the IBJJF Podcast be sure to head over to ibjjf.com for the latest news and events from the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation. We hope you enjoyed the show.